Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fishcake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime is an important part of our culture. On this episode, we're going to be playing a game called Kiss, Mary Kill, and then we're going to talk about some anime we've been watching recently, like My Dress Up Darling, Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, and more. All right, so let's get started on our game. So the rules of this game, we're going to pick three anime characters out of a hat, and then we're going to pick which one of those anime characters we would like to kiss, which one we'd like to kill, and which one we'd like to marry. So we're going to be making some hard choices here. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. First round, we got Boruto Sakura. So the Sakura version, the Sakura from Boruto. That's right. So like so- Mommy Sakura. If you, yes, mom. She's literally a mom. That's all I meant. I'm mother. I don't know. Um, Selty from Durarara. All right. And Roy Mustang. <laughs> I got. Uh, I feel like I got my answers here. I feel like if the answer isn't kiss Selty, marry Mustang, and kill Sakura, then what is it? <laughs> you know okay that okay listen that's what i thought at first but then i was like wait how do i even kiss salty because she doesn't have a face you can kiss the helmet and she does have a face that's true i could kiss the helmet come on she like is just smoke under there though what she's not just smoke i mean kind of she has a head although shinra seems to make it work somehow so i don't yeah, know yeah yeah so that's your answer yes that's my answer you're gonna marry mustang who else on the list would you marry? Kiss Selty and kill Sakura. Who else? Name it. Name it. Sakura could be a nice wife, I feel like. I don't know. Okay. And then I'd have to kiss Mustang well, and kill Selty. I mean, if you're getting married to Mustang, you're going to have to kiss him at some point, probably. What? <laughs> I thought I would just be Fuhrer, like <laughs> the Fuhrerist lady. <laughs> I would definitely marry Roy Mustang. Solid, solid choices. Yes. He may or may not be my number one husbando of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty easy pick. <laughs> pretty pretty easy pick. I feel sad about killing Sakura, though. I don't know. She can heal herself. She'll be fine. <laughs> she should be dead. If Sasuke can't go into the depths of death and get her back, then she's just not that good of a friend. Her husband. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. If she can't get resurrected, then mm-hmm. that's her own fault. You're, you're you right. You can't blame me. You're right. Can Can Selty die? I, I don't know. I Never don't mind. know. Don't worry about I it. I don't know. We, I'm we not going to think about it. <laughs> we won't think that hard about it. Okay, next round. Yoko. Yoko Littner, teacher from Gurren Lagann. Mrs. Yoko. Mrs. Littner. Specifically, time skip Yoko. Then we got Riza Hawkeye. From Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. This is going to be a hard round. And then Naruto from Boruto. So the dad version of him. So a Full Metal Alchemist character, a Boruto character, and then a third character of some Yeah, sort. how did that happen? Two rounds in a row. That is so weird. Uh, oh, this is really tough. This is really tough. This is really hard. I think I know my I think answer, we know though. which answer not to pick for kiss. <laughs> Why? Which one? 
Which one? Oh. <laughs> but that's who I was going to pick. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time Yoko kisses somebody, something, something bad happens. happens. Something yeah. goes awry in, in their lives. So I think it's a little too dangerous to pick kiss with her. That's all I got to say. I don't know. I think I'm picking that anyway. I think for me, maybe it'd be marry Yoko so I don't have to kiss her. <laughs> okay. Kiss Hawkeye and then kill Naruto. You would kill my baby Naruto? Look, it's a, it's an attraction thing. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's an attraction fair thing. Enough. It's not like I can kill him. It's that you just don't. I want. would risk my life. <laughs> you know what? For the other two, I, I change my answers. Okay. Marry Risa Hawkeye because I think she'd be the best to marry. Kiss Yoko Littner. Mm-hmm. Take then, a risk. Take a risk. Yeah. Then try to kill Naruto. <laughs> And I think we all know, based off of the previous two, how <laughs> that'll end up. I'm definitely marrying Naruto because I love him. I feel like he'd be a good husband. You know, he would be busy a lot with being the Hokage and everything, but I feel like we could make it work. Yeah. Hinata would be, like, furious at me forever, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. This is rough for me to say because they're both my girls and all, but, like, Yoko obviously is the best girl She's from my favorite anime of all time. So Reese is just competition. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. You're thinking the right way because if I kill Reza, then I could divorce Naruto and get married to Roy Mustang instead of her. Reza would have a chance because she wouldn't be here. Although Mustang would probably be very angry with me, so maybe that would like really ruin my chances of of marriage with him. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it could work out. I guess if I just if he like doesn't. No, I did it, you know? All right. Final answer for me. Marry Naruto. Kiss Yoko. Kill Riza. Sorry, girl. Same for me, but with Naruto and Riza swapped. Yeah. Naruto dead. I don't really want to be married to Naruto. That's all. I get it. And I also don't want to kiss Naruto. You see, this is the problem. I get it. I'm just not even remotely attracted to Naruto, I guess is what I'm saying. Poor Naruto, so so unloved by you. Yep. <laughs> okay, we got Bulma from Dragon Ball Z, Tomoya from Clanad After Story, and Kobayashi from Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. This is an interesting group. I think that the answer for this is a little bit weird in my mind because I'm definitely most attracted to Bulma out of the three of them. Yes. Dang, Bulma and Kobayashi are actually really similar in my mind. They're both like tech nerds. Oh, man, this is hard. So Tomoya kill, first of all. <laughs> Poor because, Tomoya. again, like there's nothing there for me. I just don't feel anything. Man, who do I kiss and who do I marry? I'm going to have to go with, uh, if we're talking Dragon Ball Super Bulma, Okay. Then okay. 100% marry Bulma because she's rich. I said Dragon Ball Z Bulma, but it could be any version of Bulma. If we're talking Dragon Ball Z Bulma, then maybe just kiss Bulma because she's not rich yet. <laughs> I see where your priorities lie. I don't want to ruin her life. I want her to be successful. And if marrying me means that mm-hmm. she has to give up all of the riches that she's going to get mm-hmm. marrying Vegeta, then I'll just have a fling. You That's know? understandable. I just it's It's really for her. That's understandable. Kobayashi, though, she's a programmer. We're going to be okay. Dual incomes of programmers. <laughs> get to hang out with the dragons. Yeah. Um, get to be poisoned by Toru. 
multiple You're times some really good point a year that sounds fun to be like poisoned but you like think so i i i mean somebody will cure me probably probably hopefully maybe that's what i imagine i imagine kobayashi wouldn't let toru fully kill me well toru might though because she'd be jealous that's what i mean but i think kobayashi would would save me you think so yeah of course okay okay i think i'm gonna marry tomoya he seems like a very attentive husband. Like he's a good husband to Nagisa, and he has a steady job. What what so, the heck does that mean? I don't know. I Boma and Kobayashi have better <laughs> steady jobs. Well, <laughs> except Boma and Dragon. Whatever. Ball Z, I just like, like Tomoya. Okay, he's cool. And then I guess I would kiss. I'd kiss Boma. I don't know. She seems kind of cool. I think I'd have to kill Kobayashi. I don't know. I have more like feeling like attachment feelings towards Kobayashi than Bulma. I honestly don't remember Bulma super well from Dragon Ball Z. Are you just saying that because Kobayashi you feel like is less attractive than Bulma? Yeah, kind of. Wow. Being shallow with this answer here. Wow. <laughs> but like I don't want to kill Kobayashi. What is is it her face or is it her demeanor or is it her clothing? Like her vibe. I think it's the whole vibe. The whole thing? The whole the shebang? Whole thing, yeah. I don't know. I like Bulma's hair. It's blue. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that looks cool. And she just seems very sassy. Like, I don't know. Okay. I think I will change my answer actually because I do have feelings about Kobayashi. Like, I really like her character. So I'd marry Tomoya. I'd kiss Kobayashi. And then I would sadly have to kill Bulma. And then. Soon after, I guess, I would die because Vegeta would murder me immediately. But if I killed Kobayashi, I would also be murdered pretty immediately. Well, I, think, Toru, I feel like so. we're assuming that the people that we marry have a clean divorce previously. <laughs> what? Yeah, we are assuming that. We're, like, assuming that they weren't married before or, like, yeah, something went, went wrong. one of those two you know. things. Or something went right. So that we can now have them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. We have Saitama from One Punch Man, Vegeta from the Dragon Ball series, and Kirisu from Steins Gate. Mary Kirisu, easy. She has the best personality. Oh yeah, out of the three I of totally marry Kirisu. There's She's no a nerd. Way the she likes two. anime. Yeah. Like how how could you go wrong? With Does she Kirisu? like anime? She talks. I I guess at least Star Trek and stuff. She's a nerd. yeah. She's a nerd. And then kiss Vegeta because he's hotter than Saitama and then kill Saitama because I'm really tired of all the Goku Saitama things. You just want it over with? Yeah, Smug Donuts could 1v1. <laughs> you could 1v1 Saitama? Yeah. yeah. I'm zero punch man. <laughs> you just look his way and she he's sh- dead. <laughs> he should have thought about that. <laughs> he really should have. Oh, my God. Deku's over here using his legs. He should have considered his legs. <laughs> you know, I think I have the exact same answer. I'd get married to Kirisu. I think I'd kiss Vegeta. And then I'd, I'd kill Saitama. Saitama's just too much of a wet noodle. I don't think he'd be that fun to be married to. Or kiss. Yeah. Although he's very responsible in the sense that he, like, is very consistent with trying to go to the grocery store and get bargains and stuff. I feel like he'd be a fine husband. It's just that... I prefer I the other two. Yeah, I just would rather get married to Kirisu. Kirisu honestly probably wouldn't be that great of a wife. I don't know. Honestly, I don't even care. Just like being near her presence. Yeah, that's how I feel I too. feel like is worth it to me. 
Yeah. Like, I'll be the supportive person in the relationship if it means yeah. that I get to be around. She needs to be soon. able to go do science all day. Yeah, she she needs to go to uh, America. Yeah. And Which we're here, so that works great. Oh, hey. We're in America, so that works great. You know, I would be happy to be a stay-at-home wife for her so that she could go do science. Okay. We have Hughes from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Hanakawa from the Monogatari series, and Ken Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. I think that the answer here <laughs> is clear. What would you say your answer is? Marry Hanakawa okay. easily. Kiss Hughes so that he can go back to his family. I don't know what went right before we got married for him to be able to marry me, but I want it to un-go right. He needs his family. He needs his wife. <laughs> I know that I would just be a stepping, like some kind of block. Some so kind you're of just going to kiss. You're not going to marry him. Yeah. The love he has for his wife is very clear, and I don't want to be in the way of that understandable but a little peck on the cheek ain't gonna ain't gonna steer anybody <laughs> wrong you know <laughs> i mean this could have taken place before he got married too oh yeah i, I mean we don't have I'd to definitely not <laughs> you're definitely not home no I wasn't, I wasn't implying <laughs> okay um and then it was an italian thing <laughs> on the cheeks we're just greeting each other now we don't say what kind of kiss it has to be no no it could be just like a blowing like a a, kiss yeah blowing a kiss to somebody kiss on the cheek yep and then i would kill ken kaneki he kind of freaks me out anyway and he could eat me alive (laughs) i would marry hughes good choice i'm assuming he's never met his wife and that he met me instead and we got married because he's honestly like such a great husband and dad who wouldn't want to be married to him? I mean, Hanakawa, though, also a great choice. I feel like Hanakawa would be a great wife. So I'm going to kiss Hanakawa and I'm going to kill Ken because you're right. He kind of creeps me out. I don't want to be around him. So I'm good. Respect. Respect. All right. We got Albedo from Overlord, Spike from Cowboy Bebop, Lisa Lisa from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Wow. You know, I just don't feel an emotional connection to Albedo the same way I do to Spike and Lisa Lisa. So I'm going to have to say that it's very important to me that she isn't in the marry category, I guess, because I don't feel that same connection. So I guess I would marry Lisa Lisa, kiss Albedo, and then kill Spike. Dang. (laughs) What? Spike just dying. That's rough. I'm going to marry Lisa Lisa. Correct. I mean, she's awesome. That is she's the correct so cool. choice. I'm going to kiss Spike. I'm going to kill Albedo. Wow. Because Albedo is crazy. I feel like if I kissed her, she would get like obsessed with me. I don't know. Maybe not because she's really obsessed with Ainz. Look. So maybe I'd be okay. The way I felt about it is that I just felt I, I feel zero emotional connection and romantic connection to Albedo at all. Yeah. Like absolutely nothing toward her. But she is hot, so I would kiss her. Yeah, like, that is totally fair. I get that. I feel that. And Spike is hot, too, but, like, Albedo? <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. Plus, but she if also I'm kissing or marrying Spike, I'm going to be, like, looking at him, and I can tell that he's thinking of someone else. 
Yeah, there's something about him that just seems like that. Albedo's going to be focused entirely on me. You think that's, so? That's what I think. She might She might just be like, okay, where's Ainz? I don't think so. You don't I think, think so? I think if I've convinced her to kiss or marry me, that she's going to be 100% about it. That's true. I feel like Spike would kiss or marry somebody before... Being all in? Being committal. Yeah. You're right. I do feel like he has commitment issues. Lisa Lisa, I have no clue if she has commitment issues or not, but like, I, I'm okay frankly, with I don't it. I'll marry her. Yeah, frankly, I don't care. I want her to like drive me places looking cool. Like She looks cool everywhere she goes. Okay. Aragi from the Monogatari series. Good start. Mommy from Rent-A-Girlfriend. Bad middle. Vash the Stampede from Trigun. Good end. Okay. So I guess I'll kiss and marry Mommy and then kill Aragi <laughs> and Vash. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Gotta pick. Okay. This is really hard. I don't really know Vash, so I guess I would kill him. I've never seen Trigun. Fair enough. Even though he's one of the coolest anime characters of all time. You just be wiping that out. This is really hard. Araragi or mommy? I could fix her. <laughs> no, you can't. She's crazy. I could fix her. No. If we get her off Twitter. No. <laughs> You're falling into her trap. But Don't she's do really it. pretty. Don't fall into her trap. Did you see her in that American? Yeah, in her American swimsuit? Yeah. yeah. I did. And you need to, like, everybody needs to run far away from her. She is evil and will get people in her clutches. So marry mommy, kiss Araki, <laughs> kill Vash. Okay. At least she's not a vampire. Those kind of things are dangerous. He's a literal monster. Yeah, Araki is very complicated. And Vash makes needs really glasses. complicated decisions. He doesn't need them. He wears them for aesthetic purposes because he looks Wait, awesome. he actually doesn't need them? I don't think he does, no. Glass- They're Vash sunglasses. Vash is the kind of person. What's worse? Being, what's a worse toxic personality trait? <laughs> All of your personality traits being toxic or having no toxic personality traits, but you wear glasses <laughs> and you don't need They're them? They're sunglasses, so they protect him from the sun. So he does technically need them for that. Oh, I didn't know that. I think. I mean, I don't. Not actually 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure those are sunglasses. All right. I'm marrying Vash. This is where it gets tough. <laughs> Why does it get so tough, because, huh? Because, like... You want to kiss Araragi. Don't even pretend. <laughs> okay, fine. Kiss Araragi and kill Mommy because that girl crazy. <laughs> I like the crazy, crazy. ones. Y'all are going to end up dead. The only problem with Mommy in my book is that she ain't crazy enough. What? She's... Okay. She's a psycho. She's like D tier on the crazy girl scale. Okay. We have Okabe from Steins Gate, Lady Midnight from My Hero Academia, and Hal from Hal's Moving Castle. Marry Okabe, kiss Lady Midnight, kill Hal. Yeah, I feel like that's the only. That's the only right answer. Yeah. Because listen, Hal is cute and he's a cool wizard and all, but like. I don't think I could bring myself, not after he was like, what's the point of being alive if you aren't beautiful? And I know he like grows as a character and all, but I just like couldn't do it. Like I would feel weird. Okay. I'm going to list out my reasons. Okabe, not a bird person. Uh, Lady Midnight, not a bird person. <laughs> You're so rude to Hal for being a bird person. Hal is a bird person. You're so rude to him. That's really mean. Like he can't help that. 
And sometimes he is just a regular person, like a lot of the time. Yeah, he can't help being a bird person, and I can't help not wanting to kiss or marry bird people. Okay, fine, fine, fair enough. I feel like Okabe would be so fun to be married to. Like, he would be so chaotic, and I feel like I would always have to be the responsible one, but... Honestly, I'd be down. Like, I know I would probably come home at some point and maybe our house would be, like, blown up because he did some sort of crazy experiment. But I love him a lot, so I would be down for that. He doesn't do a ton of crazy experiments that blow stuff up. He There's, might. like, one example where he, he might like, though <laughs> makes a time machine by accident. <laughs> he might blow stuff up. For most part, he just makes, like, TV remotes. That is a good point. And if I get married to him, does that mean I get to be friends with Mayuri? Yes. Who I love so much. Yeah, you get to hang out with Miyuri every day. Definitely marrying Okabe then. If only for like my friendship with Miyuri. But all the other good things about him too. But like also that is a benefit. You can go cosplay together. Oh, that'd be so fun. That makes me so happy. Okay, Nanami from Jujutsu Kaisen. Nami from One Piece. And Sasuke from Boruto. Marry Nanami, kiss Nami, kill Sasuke. That's the only correct answer. That's the answer. only correct answer. I'm surprised you're not marrying Nami, though. Is it because she's just too much of a schemer? Na 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 na. It's the na 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 me. What does that mean? She, he has an extra na. <laughs> so it's more fun. Okay. <laughs> That's your reason? No, uh, look, Nami, her body's just looking weird sometimes. Nanami looks great all the time. And he, does. he, he really he, does. Um, he's just like so slick with his business stuff. He really is. Mm-hmm. We would totally be set for life with like 401ks and like. Yeah, absolutely. Like he would doing our taxes all the time. He's so responsible. There's no way we'd have to worry about like any of that kind of stuff. He would be over here finding us like the best car insurance and then he'd be doing cool moves too. It would just all be great. Everybody talks about how amazing Gojo is in Jujutsu Kaisen and everything, but like Nanami is my boy. That's my husband right there. He he will never leave work late. No. Nami, be on time. Who knows when she'll be back? <laughs> that is true. From the ocean. <laughs> she may never come back from the ocean. It's like a Jack Sparrow situation. You you give him a kiss, that's great, but like you don't expect to marry him and him to come back. That's fair. Right. All right. I Nanami, see. Nanami's coming back to you. He cares about his home life. And you know what? I bet he would even like pick up dinner and fill your car with gas on the way home. That would that would be him. He'd be a great husband. Yeah. Sasuke just we don't need him in our lives. Sasuke's like that Jack Sparrow situation, except also you don't want to kiss him. Because <laughs> he's a jerk. And he, like, forgets what your daughter looks Unless like. Unless you're, like, a middle school girl. I guess. But I think they well, were, all, lot, I think they were only into him. I think like they were Sasuke. only into him when he was younger, though, not Boruto. Oh, Boruto Sasuke. Not Boruto, Boruto Sasuke. Sasuke actually like better. I do, too. Ironically. He, like, kicks Boruto around for being rude to Naruto, and I'm here for that. Also, he cares about Boruto. Which is good. He does, you know, he does. Boruto Sasuke is objectively better than like. But it's Naruto just because Sasuke. he's more respectful. But also, I don't need him in my life. Okay, Akane from Psychopaths, Aqua from Konosuba, oh, and Ravi from Black Lagoon. 
marry Akane, kiss Revy, kill Aqua. My girl Aqua, you did her so dirty. Yeah, well, she is purifying magic. She can get through it. She is a goddess, so wouldn't she be reincarnated anyway? Yeah, she'd be fine. What, are you going to try to kill Revy? I'd rather live <laughs> yeah, good, through the situation. Good luck. <laughs> Revy will kill you. Revy is so cool. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to marry her. Just being realistic here. Yeah, I feel like she would be fighting bad guys and being cool for like. I also marriage. don't know if I'd want to marry Akane, to be honest with you. Yeah, she over here like smoking Kogami's cigarettes just to feel closer to him. Does she smoke them? I thought she, does. she just lights them and then stands around. This is not <laughs> the fallen our stars. No, no, no. She legitimately like lights them and puts I'm them pretty, in the. No, she starts smoking his brand. She does. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I Maybe this is a Faulkner star situation. No, it's not. It's not even that. I think that she literally lights them, puts it in the ashtray, and then just like Smells stands it. around. <laughs> Which is really creepy if you think. Of it. Yeah, it is. But that's season two psychopaths. Which like yeah, we season, don't. We're talking we about like, season talk one psychopaths. We don't talk about psychopath season two. First rule of talk no jutsu we don't talk about psychopath season two akane though would i rather kill akane and marry aqua is the question and i think the answer is i'd rather marry akane it's not an easy decision honestly would i rather have a fun marriage or like a marriage where i could respect my spouse and i think the more important thing is respect well like how long would it really be fun being married to aqua though like the entire time are you sure? Because I feel like she would be throwing up a lot yep. and going crazy yep. and whining all the time, which, you know, could be fun, but also would get annoying after a while, right? Maybe to Kazuma. I think you're right. I think I would also marry Akane, kiss Revy, and kill Aqua, which pains me because I love Aqua a lot. Here's the thing. Even if you look past all of those things you mentioned, she's just going to be mean to you for no reason as your wife even she'd be like saying you gotta call me lady aqua especially now that i'm your wife or like goddess aqua or something she'll get all up in her head about herself she can be a very prideful person yeah you're right you're right okay she'd want you to worship her i bet yeah that'd be like a lot i bet if she ever got married she would want her husband to be her butler probably okay we have Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom, Kakashi from Naruto, and Lady Satsuki from Kill la Kill. I'm terrified of all these people. <laughs> uh, I'd marry Lady Satsuki, kiss Kakashi, and kill Koro Sensei. I feel like Koro Sensei would be the best husband, like he the best spouse would, out honestly. of all three of them, but I'm not here. For the best spouse. I'm not here for the best kisser. What I'm here, here to marry Lady Satsuki. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Yes, yes. I was just talking about how I don't want to be ordered around by Aqua. But Lady Satsuki. However, is I do want to be ordered around by Lady Satsuki. <laughs> okay. So I think I would marry Kakashi. I don't know how good of a husband Kakashi would be, though, to be he honest. He would be late to everything. Yeah, which is like a huge pet peeve of mine. I hate when people are late, but I feel like I could get over it though. Like Why? I could like 
Because he's Kakashi. He's so cool. Like You can only see his eyes. Not if we're married. Eye. I bet he would show me the rest of his face if we were marrying. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he would like be able to see all of your fa- faults with his Sharingan. Yeah, that's fine. And he'd fine. probably like he'd probably read inappropriate books at the house in front of you. You know what? In front of other people. But he's cute. So kiss him. Why would you marry somebody who does all those things? It's Kakashi. He's also really cool. He is really cool. I'll he like could fight people for me. I wouldn't have to worry about intruders coming into our house. I'd kiss Lady Satsuki and I'd kill Koro Sensei. Even though I agree, I do think he would be probably the best spouse of all these people. He's so fun to kill that they made a whole anime about it. About people trying to kill him, yeah. He's literally the best to kiss, marry, and kill, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's so hard to pick, but he's most fun to kill. Okay, we have Light Yagami from Death Note, Luffy from One Piece, Shizuo from Durara. I feel like I would marry Shizuo because the other two just don't feel very mature to me, and he does. I don't know. Kiss Luffy, kill Light. Light's just not a good person. He's not a good person. But. (laughs) But he's not bad looking as a person. Luffy is definitely less attractive than Light. Yeah. Do morals tie into it? (laughs) I mean, it depends. It doesn't have to, but. Okay. It depends on how you want to play the game, man. This is before he turned evil. When? When? Before he turned evil? At the beginning of the series. He was too young then. You're right. Well, I'm thinking about him after he was evil. We're talking about an alternate universe where he's an opposite personality (laughs) to what he actually is. I'm sorry. I think I agree with you. Sorry, Light. She's whoa, definitely marrying. He has anger problems, but I feel like it's never going to be at the person he cares about. Like, it's always at people just annoying him, which I, like, kind of understand, honestly. I also sometimes want to throw vending machines at people. I get it, you know? Lu- yeah, of course. Luffy, I would kiss. Maybe, like, a cheek kiss, you know? Like, a face Same. Luffy for, like, being my buddy. And Light, I would kill. I feel like that would save so many people. Yeah, for real. I mean, I know, like, crime rates went down when he was using the Death Note, but... Morals are questionable, so... Yeah, I don't know. If, if Luffy's over here, he's speaking English to me, trying to, like, whisper into my ear sweet nothings. Dude. I just don't know if I can get by with calling Quick and Beard's Luffy voice. <laughs> Whispering sweet nothings into my ear. Okay. <laughs> calling Quick and Beard. His voice is in from the dub, and that, that just feels too... Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. But, like, like, morally, I feel like Light is creepy, too, though, so I couldn't... Even though he's objectively more attractive than Luffy, I feel like he's creepy. And Luffy's not creepy. He'd be smiling at you, being like, oh, yeah, sure, we could kiss. But then on the inside, he'd be like, and then if I can stop him from kissing Luffy, then I will survive one more day. Yeah. I'm not about to put myself through what like, Misa puts herself through. I have more self-respect than that. So I have Jiraiya from Naruto. Sawako from K-On, the teacher. Ooh, teacher round. <laughs> and I saw Aizawa from My Hero Academia, so it is the teacher the round. The teacher round. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, so 
I would personally marry Sawako, obviously. Obviously. Because she's delightful. Yes. Um, I don't know how she's you feel delightful. about that, but I think she's delightful. Now, do I kill or kiss Jiraiya or Izawa? I feel like I'm probably going to kiss Izawa because as much as I love Jiraiya, he's kind of a creepy old man and I don't really want to kiss a creepy old man. Izawa, <laughs> I get that. I feel like he's even less attractive than Jiraiya probably, but I don't know. There's just something cool about him, I guess. He is pretty cool. I know that's going to make you sad inside. You would kill Sawako? It's what I must do. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's only the entire music club that would feel incredibly sad. I know I'm letting K-On. down everyone in k It's fine. Not only that, but Azawa and Jiraiya are both warriors. You're just killing a teacher at a school. It's You're what I must. Them. It's just like what I must do then. It's going to so... be an embarrassment that she's going to die. Whereas Jiraiya and Izawa would love to die on the battlefield. Anyway, I would marry Izawa. Like, he would be a nice husband. He'd probably be tired a lot. Kind of snarky at times, but that's okay. Like, same. I'm also tired. I respect the fact that he went to his classroom in a sleeping bag. Respect, indeed. I wish that I could do that sometimes. Just go to work in a sleeping bag. Don't we all? And I would kiss Jiraiya because even though he's kind of a creepy old man, there's something about him that makes me kind of into him. Low-key, he's on my husbando's list. You mean how you like creepy old men? <laughs> no, just Jiraiya. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the dad from Blue Exorcist. It's fine. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't planning on talking about it. <laughs> okay. Kogami from Psychopaths. Good kiss candidate. Or Mary, I don't know. Gilgamesh from the Fate series. Great kiss candidate. Dazai from Bungo Straight Dogs. Kill Dazai, kiss Gilgamesh, marry Kogami. I think that that says something about my personality. What do you think it says? I think it says that I value your morality over anything else when it comes to marriage. And I value your hotness the most <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> kisses. kisses. <laughs> That's a good point because Gilgamesh is not a good guy at all. But also, he's a very valuable person. I guess. In terms of stuff, he has the most stuff of anybody ever. Yeah. And he's extremely powerful. He's a high value man. (laughs) So that's why you want to kiss him? Because he's got high value? No. I think he's actually low value in terms of where it matters. Morally. The the morality, yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear. I'm going to marry Kogami. Same. I think he'd be a good husband. You know, kind of emotionally unavailable, though. I'm kind of okay with that. It's fine. He'll be emotionally available as soon as he finds the crook. That's true. Yeah. Once his task is over, then maybe. He's a cool guy. He just got a little bit sidetracked. Yeah, you're right. I would kill Gilgamesh. <laughs> don't, don't look at me like that. Yeah? Yes, I would. Because he's a bad person. Oh, I see. He's a bad person. And I like I love Dazai. I can't kill Dazai. Like, that would make me so sad. Yeah, it made me real sad, too. <laughs> you don't sound that sad. I I am. He He's not a bad person, per se. He just does bad things sometimes. Who? Dazai? He did bad things in his past, but he's not a bad person Yeah, now. that's what I'm saying. But Gilgamesh but I, is just bad. Yeah, he's Gilgamesh been bad. Is bad. Yeah. Just a little, little kiss. <laughs> 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 well, like if he gets Gilgamesh, 
Lucas, because he's, he's bad. <laughs> he's not getting a full kiss because he's bad. If he were good, then. But yeah, I don't know. I can't bring myself to to kiss Gilgamesh. I have to kiss Daze because I don't want to kill Daze. That makes me sad. All right. Well, I guess Gilgamesh will party with me then. Y'all have fun together. Me and Kogami. Inside, I definitely want to kiss Gilgamesh. Okay, so just so we're clear. <laughs> just so we're clear. If I didn't have to kill Daze, I would totally kiss Gilgamesh. So saying. marry Daze, kiss Gilgamesh, kill Kogami. No, I no. couldn't. No. <laughs> no. It's just that that was just an unfortunate round. You know, that was just unfortunate. Okay, we got Erwin from Attack on Titan. Biscuit Kruger from Hunter Hunter and Reagan from Mob Psycho 100. I'm not attracted to Reagan. I'm that's just my, not. That's my boy right there. You're going to kill Reagan? I'm going to kill Are you kidding Reagan. me? What is wrong with you? Well, I just, I don't want to kiss him and I don't want to marry him. He's a con man. Why would you marry a con man? Because he has a good heart. I would marry Biscuit Kruger and I would kiss Erwin. I would kill Reagan. Oh, that's so sad. He has a good heart, but Biscuit Kruger also has a good heart. I guess. And Erwin also has a good heart. That's true. He does. They all have good hearts. So the only difference is that one of them's a con man. Okay. And the other one okay. would literally do what it takes in battle. He's a great leader. Both Erwin and Biscuit Strong, Kruger great. are very similar. Aaron's way cooler than Biscuit Kruger. I don't want to hear that. That's just your personal opinion. That is a fact. All right. I would 100% marry Erwin. I love him. I think he's my favorite Attack on Titan character. Levi is really cool, but I I always loved Erwin. I would kiss Reagan because that's my boy right there. I love him. I don't care if he's a con man. I can move past that. I'd kill Biscuit Kruger because I don't really have any personal wow. feelings to her. All right. This will be our last round. Azumi Curtis from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Goku from the Dragon Ball series. <laughs> Taiga from Toradora. This is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, I would not be able to kill Goku. I bet you could if you like poison his food or Look, something. Look, I've killed one punch man already. <laughs> being zero punch man. <laughs> so I guess you could probably kill I just don't know if I could do it. Emotionally or like in oh, reality? Yeah, I don't know if I could emotionally kill Goku. That's your childhood, uh, man. In reality, I could kill Goku, of course. He's a drawing. You could just rip him up. Smug Donuts 1v1's Goku. <laughs> but emotionally. Yeah, that's your childhood. Yeah, like, you're going to kill he, your He emotionally is, is very good as a fighter. I had walkie-talkies of him as a kid. How am I going to kill him? That's so sad. So I guess I'd have to kill Izumi. She's not going to last that much longer anyway, I don't think. So I guess her I would... Her husband would be so sad. Kill her, kiss Goku. Well, I don't want Chi-Chi mad at me. And I'm not marrying Goku. You just give him a kiss on the cheek. Blow him a kiss. Yeah, blow him a kiss. I think I'm, Chi-Chi could get I'm over going that. to send him a kiss emoji. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I would marry Taiga. Absolutely, I would marry Taiga. Not a doubt. She's short. She's fun. She's a tsundere. 10 out of 10, Taiga. Perfect personality. I think I'm going to marry Izumi Curtis. She's really cool. She kicks butt. I feel like she could protect me. And she talks about being a housewife, which seems pretty awesome. If we're being She's very real, dedicated. If we're being real, I would kiss her and not Goku. 
I would kiss Tyga. I feel like I can't get married to Tyga. Her and I are too similar. Like we would just like fight <laughs> yeah, all so, the time. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> we would just fight all the time. I think we just both have attitudes. It would just not work. And we're both kind of like lazy at times. So I feel like it would just be a disaster. So I guess I have to kill Goku. Yeah, I think we all have to in the end. I think that that's the hero's story. <laughs> The coming of age is you yeah. realize in order to kiss the girl you want to and marry the girl you want to, you need to kill Goku. I'll always have my walkie-talkie of him from when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Although I think my brother would give me the Vegeta one and he would have the Goku one and we'd talk to each other when we were supposed to be going to bed. It was fun. I'll always have that, but sorry, Goku, you're dead. All right, next we're going to talk about some anime we've been watching recently. So this part will contain spoilers for the anime that we've watched. So if you don't want to be spoiled, make sure to check in the show notes below and you can skip to the parts that you do want to listen to. So first of all, we finished Comey Can't Communicate. It was good. It was good. I was having a good time. Same. Comey is learning to express her feelings to Tata now. She is. And of course it ends in like a school festival arc. I wonder how many seasons it's going to have and if they're going to get together or not. I don't know. I wonder that too. I would like to see them progress more, but that's how I feel about every romance anime. I feel like there's barely any romance anime that I'm like, yes, I'm happy with the amount that they have progressed in season. There are certain romance animes that feel different to me, and it's those animes where they clearly have a girl in the first episode, the girl and guy are together already. They're like a pair Right. And you can tell they're going to fall in love by the end. You don't need to read the manga to know if they fall in love or not. It's Mm -hmm. just going to happen. But then the anime keeps it from you anyway. Yes, because they're rude. They're rude. Comey Can't Communicate is one of those. You know she's going to get with him. Eventually. So, like, just give it to us. We earned it. We watched three or four seasons in a movie, however long Comey's going to last. Come on. Well, season two is coming out soon. They're not going to get together in season two. You don't think so? I don't think so either. They're going to say something that's an expression of love toward each other. And that's it. But, you know, to be fair, I feel like it's more about her journey of learning to communicate with people, making friends versus their love story. And somewhere along the way, they're going to look at each other lovingly. You think so? Yeah. I bet. I bet she's going to blush a couple times in front of him. I think that's literally all we will get. We might get a handhold like maybe she gets lost in a crowd or something and he grabs her hand i know i keep seeing that meme of the manga where she's watching him rock climb she's looking at him and blushing she's falling in love with him as he rock climbs yeah there has to be some falling in love stuff okay okay so maybe there's some hope for season two that some progression will happen but i like the way season one ended they had the traditional episodes of the school festival and the maid cafe and that was cute. Was it the ending I wanted? Not necessarily. Was it the ending I deserved because I'm watching a romance anime? Yes. Yeah, that's true. We support this. We've supported this our whole lives, just watching these trash romance animes that hey, always end up. Comey is not trash. Yeah, I know, but they always end up with them not getting together, and we never complain to the publishers or anything. We always just <laughs> we let it send happen. the messages. Why are they not together yet? They're probably writing these romance storyboards. Like, these people are crazy. They love it when it ends in a bad way. We'll just end it with, I like fireworks too. That sounds great. We don't talk about that show here. Go watch Monthly Girls Nozaki <laughs> Yeah, If you want to be scarred. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually a really good show. It's very cute. 
It just suffers from romance anime disease. <laughs> romance. <laughs> you'll anime see. You'll disease. see what we mean when you watch it. So yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot else to say about Comey. I mean, it was good overall. It was about as good of an anime as I kind of thought it would be going into it. I think I gave it like a seven. I know other people liked it more than me, but it was good. I really liked it. I read the manga before it came out, and I feel like it really lived up to what the manga did. Everything they did in the manga was just as good in the anime or better, with the exception of writing on the chalkboard felt better in the manga but it just didn't quite sell right in the anime in my mind but everything else was spot on so speaking of romance anime we also finished my senpai is annoying man has that gone downhill yeah that started out so strong we both put it in our top tens i'd give it a nine a nine i gave it a seven i think the first episode is a ten it averages the rest of the season out to a nine and i stand by my top ten rating last year i think i stand by mine too the disappointment though that i feel when i think about takada's character is immense oh about how he's slowly gone from being annoying because he's your older senpai to being annoying because he's weirdly sexist and condescending yeah there are a few moments where he said some things like in the beach episode that were misogynistic yeah just making comments about his co-workers chest sizes which i'm like you know maybe it's best not to do that when they're your co-workers and this is kind of weird i mean i know they're more friends than anything it's not like they haven't been friends but still if all uncalled for i think it's just more him being clueless and blunt about things which is part of what makes him annoying is that he just doesn't have a filter yeah but... it's weird to think about him as your work buddy oh this isn't an anime this is my friend at work and then suddenly you snap back to these are still anime writers and this is a beach episode and they're going to write some weird stuff. And then there was other comments that he made later on toward Igarashi, just like continuing to make her feel like he doesn't view her as a full-fledged co-worker, still views her as kind of a kid, which is... The premise. It is the premise, but I thought <laughs> I thought we would get somewhere with that. Oh, come on. It's 12 episodes. I know, but I thought we would... I feel like part of it is you're rooting for them in a romantic way, right? And so it's kind of weird when it still feels like he's not acknowledging her in that way. And I was so sad because... I was all about him in the beginning. Husband no material, 100%. And then now it's a slowly decline. And I'm like, uh. But then he rolled the up his way. sleeves. Don't out me like that. <laughs> the people don't need to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's still peak anime. I was feeling very excited about that last episode, though, because it showed a bunch of their past and it showed how he learned about what her favorite drink was and all this stuff. And she gave a presentation by herself. That so, was like, awesome. That was It was such a good way of bookending the first episode that it made me forget about all the episodes in the middle. Yeah, I agree. And then she went to the bar by herself, which is a great way of ending it. And then he came out of nowhere, even though it was his own party, which was weird. I, I just still he ditched those that. other girls who are lame compared to Igarashi to go spend time with her. And it was clear he that he really loves her. her. He loves her. I know that. I feel like he's just not ready to admit his own feelings yet. Yeah. Either that, or he does have feelings. But they're towards somebody that he views as immature. And so he just is attracted to that. 
Yeah. And so in his mind, he's just saying it how it is. But also he likes that about her. What do you think of more likely him doing a speech that's like, yeah, you're small and you always do things that are so cute and funny. But those are the things that I love most about you or him <laughs> being like, no, all this time I've just been hiding how I really feel. <laughs> Actually. I don't I know, man. He mature. confuses me, to be completely honest. I don't even know what he thinks or feels half the time. He just seems to be like in his own world, living life, making comments to Igarashi that are confusing, giving her mixed signals. I feel like I'm getting mixed signals. Like, what do you feel, man? I guess if there's a season two, we will find out. Igarashi's amazing, though. I love she her. She is. And I forever remember her as amazing and perfect. She is. So I watched Bleach, watched a lot of Bleach, actually. I watched episodes 19 through 63 and then skipped to episodes 110 and 11 because all the stuff between that is filler. So I'm officially past where I stopped when I first watched it. Like I said, this is a second watch for me because I started it a long time ago, like a couple years ago, I was sick and I did not remember a ton of it. So when I rewatched, I was like, oh yeah. But then it was fun watching the parts that I already knew were coming. I'm watching this with a friend and they didn't know all the things that were coming. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till the Aizen reveal that he's evil. And then I can talk about how Aizen's evil and he's been evil this whole time. And honestly, Aizen's a lot cooler than I remember. Like I remember him being cool, but he's super cool. I remember liking the Soul Society arc, but there's a lot of stuff that happened in the Soul Society arc that I really enjoyed. And I don't remember the fight with Rugia's brother, Byakuya, and Ichigo fighting. I don't remember that being as great as it was. It was so cool. And I had a great time watching that. And there are also a lot of other really cool fights within that Soul Society arc. Uryu's fights were really cool. Orihime had some had some nice moments. Where she was healing people and having good ideas of how they can help Ichigo. And I'm excited to see more. The last two episodes I watched, I wasn't super thrilled by yet. Just because it's him fighting Hollows again, which I don't really care about. I get kind of bored. There's a new guy on the scene, though. New character. And he's... I guess, part hollow, part soul reaper. And he was saying that's what Ichigo is too. So I think we're going to find out more about Ichigo being a hollow or something that they kind of hinted at during one of his fights. So we'll see about that. Also, Renji, super cool character. I always liked Renji, but I like him even more. I think he's my favorite character in Bleach. And I did like seeing Ichigo have to train and him actually being humbled by some of his fights. That was what annoyed me the most in the beginning of Bleach. Because I felt like everyone's like, wow, he's so cool. He can fight. He's so strong. How did he get this way? Who knows? And that would just annoy me. So I, I really like the Soul Society arc. But I am a little worried moving forward. Things won't be as good. But I hope that that's not true. And I, I'm sure like Aizen's going to come back and do villainous things that are going to be awesome. But Rugia and Renji aren't around anymore. Because she stayed back in the Soul Society. At least for now. I mean, hopefully she comes back later. I'm guessing she does. I'm guessing Renji does. But, you know, I am feeling her lack of presence at this moment in time. So we'll see. I have some hope. It was just revealed that Ichigo's dad is a Soul Reaper. Or was a Soul Reaper. So that was a cool reveal. I already knew that. I'd been spoiled for that. So I wasn't like, wow, that's so crazy. Which is a little disappointing. But I like to see where it goes. I'm excited to see that. We also watched One Piece episodes 25 through 34. 
So we're we're chugging along. This has been Nami's arc. Yeah, we're visiting the fish people. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. She's been doing some evil stuff, but not really evil stuff. She's being suspicious, mighty suspicious. Yeah. Stealing boats, paying off debts, kind of pledging allegiance to a fish person, mm-hmm. killing people, but not, not really. really killing people. You know, I think it's official. She's not evil because she cut her own self to make it look like she killed Usopp, but she didn't. She let him live. She's just trying to pay off the debt so she can buy her village so she could save her village from the evil fish people. I'm excited to see the fights against the fish people soon, though. Me too. I'm sure we're going to get some really good fights. Right now, we're mostly just seeing how incompetent they can be. Because, <laughs> like, they let Nami fool them. Zoro's just conning him by accident into taking him everywhere. Conning one of the fish by accident. Yeah. And being like, I, I guess you could take me right to where I need to go. And then the fish comes back <laughs> and he's like, wait, that was Zoro? Whoops. <laughs> Then, I think it's pretty funny. Uh, Luffy's just head in the sand at this point, basically just doing nothing. He's like, I'm going to wait for Nami. Like, I trust heck? Nami. I admire that about Luffy. Like when he's invited someone into his crew, he's very loyal to them and believes in them strongly. And I don't think he would turn his back on anybody he's officially invited True. into his crew. True that. True that. So I appreciate that. While the others have doubted Nami and think that she might be evil. Although now after she didn't kill Usopp, I think they're like, of course she's not evil. I like Nami. I've always liked Nami from the beginning. So I'm enjoying this being like a Nami focused storyline. And I'm ready to see an official big fight between her and the fish people, the fish gang, and see her get her village back. Oh, you think she's going to get her village back? I think so. I think she's going to get her village back. Does it matter if they get their village back if it's already torn to pieces? Yes, it matters. It better not be torn to pieces. I mean, have you seen the village? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll just have to see. I'm going to be optimistic, okay? I'm going to be optimistic. So I watched with a friend, Snow White with the red hair. And this is not something I would typically watch. It's more like a cute sort of romance anime, like a fantasy romance anime that not necessarily my thing but I actually really enjoyed it the main characters a very independent lady and there was actually some romantic developments oh my with her and Zin the prince so I was all about that I did not think anything would happen he's basically like I want to spend the rest of my life with you nice and I'm a little concerned because You know, he's a prince and she's not royalty in any way. So I don't know how their relationship is going to last or what that's going to be like. But they kissed and everything. It was a really big deal. I was sitting there with my friend. I'm like, are they going to kiss? And then they did. I was like, what? No way. Because like that never happens in anime, right? Like yeah. it never happens in romance anime. I mean, sometimes it does, but like this, it was very exciting. They have a very cute relationship and I, I like their dynamic. It's very healthy. He respects her. She respects him. They believe in each other, support each other's goals. 
I like it. It is a little sad. There's another guy, Obi, who is her guard. He's a very nice guy, too. I'm pretty sure he likes her. But he is lost in that dynamic there. He came out the loser. Just sad. Because, you know, I feel like he deserves love, too. So maybe next season. There's another season, season two. But going to have to wait. My friend's going to watch that with her husband. And then we'll watch it together. Because they watched the first season together. So I'm excited for when we do get to watch season two together to see where everything goes. We watched more JoJo. Yes, we did. I'm excited. We've been watching it recently. I have really been liking these last yes. few episodes. What episodes? So JoJo Diamond is Unbreakable, to clarify. Episodes 6 through 15. So we watched a good chunk, and it's just been wild. <laughs> this season is so weird. I don't know if it's weirder than other seasons of JoJo, but it's just chaotic, right? Because I feel like Stardust Crusaders had a very specific plot. You know, they were like... Yes, yeah. Going to find the enemy stands and defeat Dio's group and then defeat Dio. This just feels so like all over the place and random. They're just living their best lives and then they just run into enemy stands and then they attack them and it's been fun. Honestly, I'm having a really good time these last five to ten episodes. At the beginning, I wasn't so sure. I didn't know how I felt about Josuke. I didn't know how I felt about the whole group. Yeah. As I'm beginning to watch more and more, I'm like, you know what? I get it. This makes sense. The writing, the script has been immaculate. It's very funny. It is super the funny. situations they get themselves into are great. The animation is top notch. This is some peak anime. And I don't say that lightly. And the introduction of oldest man Joseph has been really cute. I was so oh angry with him. I was so mad at him because he cheated on Susie Q and I was so mad. But then he, oh walks, my word. he like comes into the story and Josuke meets his dad for the first time. And he's so cute. I don't know. He's got these like teeny little glasses on and he's just like i don't know where i'm going and he's not the aggressive guy that he used to be but he still does the things that are very endearing like oh mm-hmm. my god and all that stuff and i'm like oh i can't be mad at you joseph you're just being so cute i don't mm-hmm. know there's a scene where joseph breaks his walking stick and then josuke grabs his hand and then walks him away and it makes me emotional <laughs> And then Okuyasu is like, well, why didn't he just fix it with his stand and then give it back to Joseph? We we can give it back to him. Here's the walking stick. Koichi's Um, like, nah, dude. Koichi's like, nah, sometimes it's best for the walking stick to remain broken. And I'm just like, yeah, it is, Koichi. You're You're so right, Koichi. It's so sweet because he finally has a dad. Speaking of Koichi, he's been on some some adventures. That was he, my favorite episode. The Koichi episode with both the Yandere. The Yandere character and the manga character. Those were both great. Ten they out of ten. were great. Koichi is awesome. I honestly really love him. He keeps getting himself into the worst situations, but you know, he proves over and over again how great of a character he is. Yeah, I love that. And I've seen a lot of Yandere stuff. And she's not the craziest Yandere I've ever seen, but it it's really funny watching her. She is close. Because like he'll be, he'll be she like, is insane. He's trying to figure out which year did Columbus sail the ocean blue? Fourteen ninety what? Like fourteen what he went? He can't. He has to figure it out if he's allowed to pee. 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's terrible. He his pants because he can't figure out which yeah, year it was. He's struggling. It was so funny, though, because he's like literally being tortured by her so he can get better grades. And then he goes back to school. I mean, he, gets he gets better grades. He's I like, would get 100 too if I was threatened by electric chair. I know, but he's like, man, I guess her methods did kind of work. I did get better grades after spending time with her. But yeah, the manga artist was crazy. That whole stand was just really crazy. Really interesting. I'm excited because mm-hmm. it seems like he might be a reoccurring character. So Yeah, we'll see. Very interesting situation. And then the, the chef guy was really funny too. How like it kept seeing seeming like he was gonna do something evil. Yeah. And then he just didn't. It's like very confusing. Yeah, him and Josuke and Okuyasu just going to this restaurant and Josuke being like, I don't know if you should be doing that. You were like, man, this is crazy. I was like, you know, but if my back pain went away and <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I would have really bad getting peel off my back or something or like whatever weird thing happened to me, but my back would be healed. So I think it's worth it. But it left some really weird questions Yeah. for us about Josuke's powers and would he be able to heal cavities? Yeah, when that's we were talking what I was that? thinking. Why couldn't he just like, heal Okuyasu? Can he, is it just that he just didn't know that Okuyasu had all those problems? Maybe he can return things that are broken. But <gasps> I know it's what not, it is. What is it? Okuyasu uses his stand to travel around a lot. It seems like Josuke can't seem to affect stuff that are affected by his stand. I wonder if it's that. Or maybe it's just the hand that he can't affect. But maybe that's what it is. Or maybe they just really wanted a Cool Chef episode. And yeah, I think that's the main some thing. <laughs> the baby episode was really good, too. Yeah, that was good. Although I felt like the baby stand is kind of... I don't know. I felt like the other ones were better. But at the same time, Joseph was amazing, so... Joseph was amazing, and then he literally sacrificed his life to find this baby and keep it from drowning. I feel like I could have gone without the part where Joseph spent $1,300 at a store buying every diaper. That was so mean. That guy totally scammed him. He embezzled Joseph out of $1,300. I did not like seeing that. You're right. That was so rude. Our boy Joseph deserves better than to be scammed by somebody. But whatever. I guess the baby's well taken care of. Yeah, I guess so. I'm loving Diamond is Unbreakable. It still continues to be something that we cannot watch while we're eating. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? It still is gross in random parts and random ways that are totally unexpected. I really don't get why JoJo's is like that, but whatever. At least it's, okay. it's not the weird stuff from season... Yeah, from Stardust Crusaders. From Stardust Crusaders. Stardust Crusaders was It just like had really weird stuff So in gross. It. I don't want to go back. I don't want to think about them <laughs> too much. But anyway, this, this one has been delightful, and I cannot wait to continue watching it. So now we're going to move on to some of our seasonals, some seasonals. that we've been watching recently. Yeah. First off, we've been watching Akabi's Sailor Uniform. We watched episodes two through eight. I've been really enjoying that this season. That might be my favorite from this season other than Senpai's. It's been really good. Do you like this over My Dress Up Darling and Attack on Titan? We are on very different pages about... Wait, wait. Even over My Dress Up Darling? What? Moe's my favorite genre. Oh my gosh. What? Over... My Dress Up Darling, which I know like Attack on Titan is a shonen, so it's not your genre, but over My Dress Up Darling, though. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm just reevaluating my life a little bit here. Akabee's is very good at what it set out to do so far. It shows a lot of really good Moe moments, and the animation quality is just spectacular. I'm speechless. You're speechless? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay, Moe is not my thing, really. I think Akabee's fine. I mean, I'll probably give it like a six. It's whatever. There have been some nice moments where her and her friend went fishing, and that was nice. That was a fantastic episode. And then recently they did this swimming episode where she was in a competition and I could be lost, which I was like good because I got tired of her being good at everything. Look, there are just so few animes over time that are as good as Akabi at the cute girls doing cute things without anything else needing to be involved. There's romance where you need to have a ton of comedy. There's shonen where you need to have a ton of action. All these different things need a ton of stuff and they always fall back on crutches to make the episode interesting or whatever. Akabi's is just straight up, here's life at this all-girls school, and let's take these moments of these girls growing up, and it shows all these really wholesome things over and over again. And it does a really good job of telling those stories, animating them well. It makes me feel something when I watch it. And I'm able to look past a little bit of the weirdness of the first episode to see that it's very good. A couple good. episodes, and there's like, more weird stuff. Yeah, there's a ton of weird stuff. I don't, I don't really understand that. But I'm able to look past that because I don't think that the girls care about that. I think that that's just weird Cloverworks. I think it's Cloverworks' fault. They've sort of fallen back as a crutch on weird stuff like that. I feel that a little bit in my Dress Up Darling, too. Like, they're trying to appeal to a certain group of people. Maybe the anime could be a little bit better if it wasn't trying to appeal so hard to, <laughs> you know. But I don't want to take away from how great my dress of darling it is fantastic but i'm just saying i like moe i like it when it's good and i've watched plenty of moe that are just trying to be really funny or trying to be really romantic or whatever but this is good stuff that episode that wasn't even about akabi that was just hey it's a girl trying to learn guitar she wasn't even that interesting of a character and yet i feel like i was completely captivated the whole time it was like this is just a really good job that they did writing this story and then adapting it into animation it's just high high quality and then this more recent one that was just about swimming even though everybody knew that akabi wasn't going to lose her sailor uniform and that they were just playing games you could feel the intensity and in how much akabi wanted to win and, and her mom acting like oh well maybe she's gonna win you don't know it just feels very true to real life and at the same time it lifts those real life experiences up to a different level to where they're very easy to relate to i just get warm fuzzy feelings whenever i watch akabi yeah it is nice seeing each of the girls in her class kind of come to their own like find hobbies that they like or shine in a particular area that they're good at or make stronger friendships and learn how to communicate better and how to put themselves out there so that is nice to watch we also watched life with an ordinary guy who's reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout episodes four through six so we didn't watch a whole lot of this but no, we didn't episodes we did watch have been really good so the guy that's basically kirito we've learned (laughs) (laughs) we've like a parody of kirito we've learned that he can summon a goddess or something that he has all these skills so that was pretty cool 
I feel like we're getting to a part where they're like accepting their place in this world and they're trying to be like, you know what? We we still want to feel like we're on vacation. They get an offer to stay in this town and just eat three meals a day. And I feel like they're really developing his characters into being like, okay, well, I like what we've been doing so far. I don't want to give it up kind of a thing. I thought that was really sweet. I thought that was sweet too because as they say in the show, this speaks to you as an adult getting three meals a day and a nap. I was like, honestly, yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, it really does. I was like, man, a nap? They would get a built-in nap every day? That sounds awesome. But then also you would have to entertain the famous people or whatever. Yeah, you lose blah, your freedom. Blah, blah. You lose your freedom. So they made the right choice. But I like the direction that we're going in. It seems like they're talking more about them being heroes, feeling more like, okay, we've gotten past the whole adjusting to the world kind of thing. And that we're getting more into like something actually is going to happen in the world. It was so funny when Tachibana and Jinguji were like in this fight and he just totally defeats really easily, basically on accident. This giant armored person who's supposed to be super strong because the strong guard lady that they were with couldn't beat him. Kirito couldn't beat him. Yeah, he just effortlessly defeats him without even looking. Yeah, Jinguji's like, I got this. I can do whatever and doesn't even try. It's just funny. So there were some good developments with that. Yeah, I really love that. Really been enjoying watching people learn that Tachibana is actually a 31-year-old man or 32-year-old man and then having to deal with how hot she is and being like, oh my God, I want to do anything for him. But also, he is an old man. (laughs) Like, what do we do? 32 is not old. That's just what the 17-year-old teenager said, Kirito. Rude. 17-year-olds think 32 is old, okay? That's true. It's fine. They can say that. Overall, it's been a good last couple episodes. I think now that we're halfway through, I want to see some more like direction, I guess. It's been fun seeing them going on whimsical adventures, but I think we're going to get some more direction. Yeah, definitely. It definitely feels like a series where they very carefully thought about what they wanted the series to start, middle, and end kind of be. And it doesn't feel like it needs to be more than 12 episodes. So I'm looking forward to the next few because it feels like it actually might end. I don't know. We'll see. That might not be the case. Maybe they'll get married. Maybe. I mean, it is really... Jinguji basically wants to marry his bro even before he was a girl. It's so. so cute seeing him reflect back on their friendship before and how important he is, how he helped him come out of his shell. And it's just really sweet. I love that they've been lifelong friends. I really love seeing how they see each other through their own eyes because Jinguji legitimately just is an amazing person. Really but the is. way that he sees Tachibana is that Tachibana is just this person with no emotional boundaries, loves everybody, and it's so easy to get along with. Even Jinguji could get along with him, even though he can be a pain to play games with. Even people who are as cool and successful as Jinguji really look up to Tachibana, who's in my mind is just this Some worthless <laughs> like person. Oh, he's not worthless. No, he's got he's good not. qualities. He's clearly not. But he's just some nice outgoing dude. I don't think he's that outgoing. If he was outgoing, in my mind, he would have made it a lot better as a girl in this world. Well, but world. it's not his fault. He's charming everyone, so he can't be friendly. Anyway, I'm looking forward to see where that goes. So we also watched, we're very close to being done with, My Dress Up Darling, episodes 2 through 10. I can't believe we only have like two more episodes left. 
They're so cute. Gojo and Marion have the cutest relationship. And I love seeing Gojo like continuing to learn how to and be so passionate about making these outfits for everybody. And he just keeps on getting better and better. Now he's made outfits for three different people. I heard we had sisters somebody, come into the I saw somebody on story. Twitter say that they thought that he was a boring character, stiff as a board. Who? Where? I don't want to say who it was because I don't call people out. Some rude person. I could not believe that. He is not boring. He is, he is stiff as a board sometimes, but that's a personality trait. And you need to accept that good character writing sometimes involves straight men. He's so sweet and kind. And he's doing his best to encourage them all to do things that they want. With the sisters, the one sister who was shy about cosplaying, he's so thoughtful and he notices things that people want. He's very observant of people's feelings, I think, sometimes. He can be clueless, like totally clueless, 100% clueless other times. Yeah, I view him as a very strong character. But he was so sweet and he helped her cosplay what she wanted and was not judgmental at all about who she wanted to be. He has some legitimate weaknesses and some legitimate strengths. Yeah, like he's well-rounded. I feel like Maureen's the same too. Like Maureen has, in my mind, fewer weaknesses, but also we don't see her be useful all that much. That was heartwarming and sad when she made... A rock, basically. Yeah, like that stone she for her cosplay. And she's like, I was useful. And I'm like, oh, yes, you were. And then I was like, oh, that's really sad that she's internalized, that she doesn't do anything useful. <laughs> that was really sad. Yeah, she's not good at making cosplay, but she can dress really well. She can't cook, but she does try, and he enjoyed her cooking. Um, no, he didn't. He cooked for her, and now she comes over every, yeah, every but he like, said, week. He said, oh, I like this. I'm going to have to make this when I get home. It's a nice mix-up. Do you don't remember that? Oh, yeah. When they were watching the show together? Yeah, when they were watching the show together. That's true. There was one thing that she made that wasn't terrible. And then she can be a little bit too pushy with people in my mind. So, like, she's too friendly. But I just feel like he has so many relatable negative emotions. And I wish I could get into her head more about her negative emotions that she feels. I know she feels negative emotions, but I feel like she doesn't externalize them or we don't see in her head. Yeah, I think ever. it's more her feeling like she doesn't know how to do things or she can't do them. Or But she's very confident and I think that's what he admires about her. And I think that that's very sweet to see. I like the episode where they go to the beach and the seagull steals her burger out of her hands and he just like throws trash at the seagull and they <laughs> stare out at the ocean together. That was together. really good. That was so cute. And then the Attack on Titan memes that have come from him staring at the ocean. That yeah. was really funny. I like that too. That was really good. I'm going to be sad when this comes to an end, to be honest. I really look forward to watching it every gonna week. There's going to be a season two. I know. It's been so it popular. Has to be. Like, there's no way that this isn't getting a season two. Also, Amelie continues to do an immaculate job voice acting, Maureen. The dialogue <laughs> just keeps on getting more and more specifically. She said, she said Totes McGoats. Yeah, she said Totes McGoats. And I'm like, she that's said, like so fetch. specific. And Fetch. That's like millennial speak. Yeah, it Not really even is. even Zoomer speak, which is weird because it should be Zoomer speak. Yeah, she's supposed to be 16. I've never... It's very weird. Yeah, Fetch but at is the same time, I love it. Yeah, we as millennials can appreciate this. I have to this. assume that she's improving that, but maybe I'm wrong. 
There's no way they wrote say totes my goats in the script there. There's no way that is what they say in the sub. We'll have to go watch the sub and see what, what well, she they, says. I, they have to translate that stuff differently in both places. But I'm just saying there are other people that can translate totes my goats. I need than... you to go up to a Japanese person and be like, how would you say totes my goats in Japanese? It'd That's be like, we don't even know. We don't know what you're trying to talk about. What is this weird saying that you're telling me? Affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like this is weird get away from me but anyway i do love her improv it is funny to me well we'll have to see if their relationship progresses in any way in the last two episodes i think it will i feel like this anime has just been a really good romance anime because you have gojo who's just convinced that he isn't that interesting of a person that he can't make friends that he's not full of life all these things and just admires marin and then she just feels like she isn't able to be useful and isn't able to do anything all that cool and she doesn't feel like she's as good a person as gojo and they just come together and just become this greater whole and i think that that's just such a powerful thing and through marin gojo realizes that his life ain't like that Right. He, he actually is capable of becoming more because of her, like iron sharpening iron or something. And he's realizing that his bubble that he was in, it didn't need to be so isolated. He's kind of popped his own bubble through being with her. Not only that, but then he shared that feeling with somebody who feels the same way in that episode with the girl who cosplayed as the boy mm -hmm. but the, the little the, sister the younger sister yeah, yeah the younger sister character it's just been really good in terms of how he feels emotionally across the series and then how these people are coming together and they're really bringing each other up and i think it's a really cool thing i'm curious to see how the older sister is going to be brought up a bit because so far it's mostly just been like oh wow i didn't know what to expect and this is totally the opposite of what i expected is basically her character is what she says over and over again yeah but i think that she's going to find something in them that will teach her something about the world too and i'm, I'm excited to see what that is yeah we'll have to see so you watched she professed herself as student of a wise teacher. Yeah. Episodes it, one through seven. Man, I'm sad that I'm watching Fantasy Knockout at the same time because that anime is just so much better than this one. Ooh, really? You can only watch so many gender bender isekais at once. And <laughs> this one is definitely one of them. <laughs> I don't know. Throughout it, it's sort of just been the same thing as always. It's just really overpowered lady continues to be overpowered. And people are starting to find out that she's secretly Dan Ball. Candolph and Dumbledore together. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. And there have been a few cute things here and there. Like he's found his old cloak in a store and was like, oh, I could just buy this. Mm -hmm. And it's my size, too. And he'll put it on. And then I guess she'll put it on. She'll put it on and then go through the town and everybody's laughing at her. And she's like, why? And then they're like, well, OK, we'll finally tell you. And it's like that everybody wants to wear the clothes of Dan Bob. So he's basically a Marvel hero. And so that's like a Halloween costume that the kids would wear. So she was basically going around dressed as Iron Man or Superman or something. 
Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Because he's become this legendary hero. That's really um, funny. But it's him. It is him. <laughs> so he's just dressing like himself. But then there's all these people who aren't sure of if he's powerful or not. And then he'll do some crazy stuff and they'll be like, whoa, he must be the student of Dan Balf if he's able to do all this crazy stuff. Or they'll just magically know, oh, you are Dan Balf. Just reincarnated in a different body. Yeah, it's weird. It sounds funny, though. Like, it sounds like a fun premise. It is a fun premise. I, I mean, I enjoy watching it. There's a reason that I'm still watching it, but I wish I wasn't constantly comparing it to the other ones, you know? Right, right. The last couple ones we're going to get into, some of the heavy hitters of this season. We already went over Ockabees and... You're right. Honestly, my dress up darling does continue to be like darling. number one on certain things. But the the ones I guess that a lot of people talk about. Ockabees eh? and my dress up darling are talked about a oh, lot. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, next we're gonna talk next we're gonna talk about Shonen. Yeah, we're gonna talk- <laughs> Yes, we're gonna talk about Shonen, okay? We're gonna talk about Shonen. So we're a little late to the party on this because it's been getting dubbed and we oh, waited for it to become dubbed yeah so we watched demon slayer episodes two through five and we were like not about the first episode but these episodes have been really good we didn't know how we felt about the um flashy guy Uzui. Uzui. but then once we heard his dub voice we were like okay i can forget episode one yeah the dub voice i feel suits him better it does um i just feel like it suits him better and it made me like him more i don't know it definitely made me like him more and he's been really cool in uh-huh. these last couple episodes watching him fight has been really cool watching him talk to and save his wives has been really cool yeah i agree it has been hilarious seeing tanjiro zanitsu and inosuke try to fit into these brothels and yeah they, pretend they really to be didn't girls. do a great job did they <laughs> no they did and then tanjiro is so helpful and like oh my too word. helpful and she was just like great yeah you can do this job yeah you can do this so job and then be, eventually it's she so was funny just, to like, me so how they like him. all knew that it was a dude but they were just like honestly though he can stay yeah they're like we don't care he's doing all the chores for us but it was just so funny seeing the owner of the house start to get annoyed with just how helpful he was yeah (laughs) he was like okay what's next what's next What's yeah, next? she's like, I don't know, man, do? like scrub the inside of these sliding doors. I don't know what you're going to do. I already had to do everything. So and then at the funny. end, he paid for his lodging. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Tandro. You did not need to do that. They should have paid you. And then Nosuke was the only one that was actually convincing because he just has like a pretty <laughs> Yeah, until face. he punched a hole and in the wall. they're like, there's a monster in here. <laughs> he jumped his head through the ceiling. Yeah, Nosuke has been straight up wild <laughs> these last few episodes. Like, absolutely The chaotic bonkers. energy is incredible. Like I said, he just jumped through the ceiling with his head. And then these buff mice dressed up with... Uzui's okay, like what is going on like bead thing? i feel like nothing else in the show has been buff mice yet and then all of a sudden buff mice exist what? where did that even at where what, do they come from at what point in the show was it established that buff mice are like a thing or any animal being a familiar oh i guess the birds right it's established that birds can be intelligent and help you out right that's true so maybe so it's Those, the same like, thing. There are other are familiars. Oh. I guess. It's still really Sorry, weird. Sorry, it's just been really bothering me because they're dressed like him. <laughs> it's like, why are there buff mice? <laughs> Inosuke is just like, 
I'm, I'm getting jumped through the ceiling and the buff mice will help me. And I'm like, okay, Where buff mice. I'm over here being like, Inosuke's crazy. There's no such thing as buff mice. He's hallucinating. And then it pan cut to the shot of buff mice. And I'm like, I have no way to explain this. I honestly still don't believe it. And I'm seeing it on my own two eyes. Like, I'm convinced that this is just some kind of joke shot for a second. And then the buff mice just continue to be part of the show. And I'm like, this doesn't seem consistent with the rest of the world. It's fine. We don't need explanations. I honestly feel like I could go on a one hour long rant about buff mice. Same. Oh my gosh. But anyway. They're cute though. I like them. They are cute. There's a new bad lady in town, Docky, and she's fighting people with ribbons and then taking them into the ribbon and kidnapping them inside a ribbon, I guess. And then there's the uh, fabric worm. That Inosuke found. I straight up thought when he jumped into that tunnel that he was just going to dig into a tunnel and find a group of moles or something. I literally did not believe in him to find where the actual demon was hiding. Yeah, neither did I, honestly. He's been smart these last couple episodes. Inosuke's been was. on it, to be honest. He really has. And then Zenitsu, he saved Zenitsu from there. And then Zenitsu just was sleeping and then saved a bunch of people in his sleep, as he does, you know? I have always 100% doubted Inosuke. In every episode, I have thought to myself, gee, the whole crew would be better off if Inosuke wasn't there, basically. He's brash, he's stupid, and he is not strategic at all. And then comes this moment where he has to be by himself for three episodes, and surely he cannot do anything without being carried by the other people. But then you just get into his head and you see that he's strategic and able to not be a crazy person for a long Maybe period of time. Maybe he's held back by Tanjiro I had no idea just how more complicated of a person that he was. Either that or he's been out of character the last few episodes. No, I don't believe I that. I believe that he's just more complicated than I thought. Once he takes that boar mask off, I feel like I've just seen a different side of him. And then he puts it back on and he goes right goes, back to his chaotic. Starts disconnecting his bones or whatever and <laughs> to fit down wiggling hole. through holes. It's like very confusing. <laughs> I love his weird. chaotic energy. It's great. But the, honestly, they did a great job with these last few episodes. Yeah. Like, I've the, been having a great time. The comedy's been good. The action's been good. The seriousness has also been good. All the elements, I think, that make Demon Slayer good have been there. I think that I am going to end up liking this season more than I liked the first season. Entertainment District's living up to the hype. Tanjiro's yeah. trying fire breathing again, and it's Beautiful. not just like a panacea. He's having trouble with it and it's fatiguing him. Everything that he does feels like it's trained for that moment. And mm -hmm. you saw him do the training and you can piece it all together. And it's not just like, oh, look at me do all these crazy fancy things. It's like, here's three things that I can do. I'm going to do them and I'm trying my best, but I'm just being outclassed here. It feels very good shonen. There's very few shows where I watch shonen and I'm like, you know, this is satisfying. But I always get that feeling out of Demon Slayer because sometimes it just feels like they win for some stupid reason. Mm -hmm. When I see Tanjiro fight, I feel like he earns the wins. And that's right. very hard to do right in Shonen. 
because you have to see somebody go from being nothing to like becoming this really skilled fighter and that's hard to write because it requires a lot of time you can't just have tanjiro beat a demon who's in the top six or whatever that's not something you can have him do he's too young of a fighter he he needs help he can't do it by himself we'll see we'll see what happens i mean if he does beat him by himself then i guess i'll sound stupid but it's just not as believable if the main character just beats everybody so we also watched attack on titan episodes 5 through 11 so there's only one more left until the season ends you really had to bring up attack on titan right after i say it's not as satisfying if the main character just goes and beats everybody well okay (laughs) so as we discussed last time our um predictions some of them were right aaron did just decide to commit mass genocide he's on his way to doing it right now us (laughs) (laughs) the rumbling happened we're probably not going to see the end of Attack on Titan in this season, even though it's called the final season. Again. I don't want to talk about that. I'm so mad about that, to be honest. As we were watching around episode five, which we're talking about right now, I was like, you know, this pacing, I don't feel like we're going to get all this done. This is halfway. And as I kept watching, I'm like, we're not going to finish this, are we? This isn't going to be over. And then I keep seeing things saying the anime is only going to cover up to 130 out of, I think, the 139 chapters. And I kept saying, oh, nine chapters could be a good denouement. They don't need to show the climax in the nine chapters. Surely that's just the after story, right? They wouldn't. They no, wouldn't. they are doing it to us. They are. <laughs> so we're either getting a movie. Maybe I'm wrong because there's maybe still it's one like episode a three left. hour long last episode. No, they said they've confirmed it's only going to be 23 minutes. Yep. It's not even going to be 40 minutes. So I'm so mad about that. They're going to see Aaron by the end. You know what's going to happen. They're going to do the same thing that they did in the first season where Aaron pops up and then it's like, oh, cliffhanger to be continued. And it's going to be the same thing. They're going to like see Aaron in the distance and be like, hello, Aaron. And then he's going to be like, to be continued or something like that. I just yeah. know it. I'm so mad thinking about it. But I'll be mad if it's something I have to wait a long time for. Because literally nine chapters, are you kidding me? You're going to make me wait, a, what, another year? They better not. They better have a movie in the works that's coming out in two months or something. But then I'll still have to wait because I'll still have to wait for it to come to America. I'm just imagining Mappa whipping them like, make this last longer. We need more money. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like we just want to finish it can't we just have 14 episodes instead of 12 every single season the chapters need to last for longer periods of time if we only cover halfway until the ending so this next season needs to be four and a half chapters is what it covers and then the next season will be two chapters and then the next season will be one chapter <laughs> and then the next Why? season will be half a chapter Why they gotta do it to us i am so sad i really thought when i started this season okay we're gonna finish it it's gonna be great it's gonna be so good it's gonna end on a great note and then of course partway through i'm like nah this isn't it's actually made me enjoy the episodes less Knowing that it's not going to finish. Yeah, knowing it's not going to finish. I've just been annoyed. Okay, the episodes have been really cool. Seeing Falco turn into his Titan form, that was cool. Although, like, he's a bird and his name is Falco and that's, like, a little questionable. But it's fine. Do you think he's he's going to come back and be like, no, Gabby, we can't be together. If I can't be beautiful, then <laughs> what's the point of life? <laughs> 
he's not gonna turn into Howl just because he he's could like, turn a into Howl because he's a bird person. No, no, he's not. The absolute turn into Howl. Howl disrespect on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry to all you Ghibli fans Yo, out there. That's who a love good movie, Howl's by the way. But anyway, sorry. It is a great movie. He's a great character, but yeah, I just don't like the bird person. Don't vibe with him. But anyway, I would not want to take a bath with Howl. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Gets all of his goop everywhere. He really does. It's kind of gross. But anyway, the animation where Flock zooms past and is fighting everybody. Then he starts to fly towards the ship. He's going to like destroy the ship. And then Gabby shoots him in the shoulder. That whole scene of him like attacking Faze people. Gabby then, coming back. Yeah, Faze Gabby. Honestly, she's been the MVP of this season. Like I <laughs> know people hate her, but. Oh, Connie. Connie had some really cool moves. Mikasa had some awesome moments. She was biting her heart out and was getting covered in blood. Yo, just like wiped blood off her eyes. Connie has had such powerful moments that it makes me question if he's going to live through the season. I have loved how good Connie's moments have been Yeah, when recently. he had to shoot his friends because they were going to keep them from being able to escape. Just think about it. All it's of so the parts sad. of the season have partially been about Connie. That's true in a lot of ways. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So if anybody's going to die, Connie. I've just accepted that there's a good chance that every and single person who will is die. the least worth person to have around when they fight Aaron. Connie. I don't know what's going to happen in the last episode, but if Connie dies, just say it. Yeah, I've accepted that it's possible every single person will die. I mean, of course it's possible that they're all going to die, but I'm just saying if anybody dies early, Gonna it's going to be Connie. Like, who's it going to be? Falco? They've already killed off the two older people in the ship or whatever. That wasn't sad to me. I was just um, like, oh, yeah. I feel like as well, Gene has a possibility of dying, but he's focused on the future, which makes me think that he will see the future one day. Whereas Connie is focused on the past, which makes me think he's going to die. People who focus on the past always end up dying. Very wise. People who focus on the future always end up in the future. That's how a lot of it tends to be. Yeah. We haven't really seen Aaron for a long time. And I don't really know what's going to come of him. Nobody seems to really have a good plan. Annie's been like, can you kill him? And Mika and Armin were like, "Um, we should try to talk to him first. Don't know how they're going to do that when he's basically just a head on top of a skeleton. (laughs) Don't know how gonna work for them armin's been through it this last couple episodes too he got shot a couple times and had to resist turning into a titan true i thought that was a really cool moment for armin seeing him not turn into a titan and not sacrifice the mission so yes there have been some really cool moments these last few episodes especially with the group i don't have a lot of hope that it's gonna work out with talking to Aaron, I feel like that's a very naive thought process. I don't know. I mean, what are they going to do? Show up and be like, through the power of friendship, we think you should stop genocide. Yeah, when somebody starts genociding, I feel like it's hard to just convince them. There are a few things the power of friendship is really good at, but I feel like not genociding is like <laughs> not one of them. Yeah. So, so I guess we'll just see. We'll just, well, you know what? We won't see because. They're going to end on a cliffhanger this next episode, probably, and then we, we won't see for a long time. But you know what? It's fine. The only satisfying way that they could make it so that Aaron is saved is if they could 
untighten Aaron somehow. Mm. And then they could pull him out and separate him from the concept of genocide. And then he comes to his senses and fights against the Titans again. And then the Titan could still be genocidal and it could be mirror the concept of the attack Titan or something that they fight against and they could save the world by defeating her. I just feel like they're not going to do that. I feel like they're just going to kill Aaron. Yeah. I guess we will see whether that's next episode, a year from now, mm-hmm. months from now. It'll probably be Who's a year. Who's to say? Who's to say? We'll have a year, and then we'll get to Attack on Titan, final season, part three, and then the movie, and then it'll end. Stop. If there's a part three and a movie, I'm going to riot. Why would better either be? just be a movie or just season three. Even if season three was short, there's going to be a movie. Well, if that is the case, I'm going out buying the last manga and reading it. I'm not. That's too much. Here's for the me. thing, Spiral. Too Here's much. the thing. This last season has had parts that weren't immaculate. There were parts that were not perfect. Do you know what that means? No. That means Mappa is spending time doing something else. Yeah, like all their other thousand projects that they have. They're finishing the they next season. They got Man, Vinland Saga. They're finishing the movie. Kaisen. Yeah, but Attack on Titan's got to be the most important thing they're working on, right? I don't know. Isn't it the most popular thing they're working on? Jujutsu Kaisen's pretty popular. No, no, no. Chainsaw it is the most pretty... popular thing that they're working yeah, on. Yeah, I guess. So they're going to put as much resources toward this as possible, right? But they animated trees. So okay, they're what are they doing? Busy that day, what okay? are they working on? It has to be that there they are focusing on the projects. final, final season in the movie. That's what I'm convinced <sighs> of. I don't want to hear that there's a final season and a movie. We'll see. We'll just see. That's all speculation. We don't know. Speaking of Mappa doing a billion things, though, last but certainly not least, we went to go see the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. Yeah, in theaters. Yeah, it was, which was so fun. We went at the most random time, though. We went at 8.45 on a Wednesday. Yeah, what a weird time to go. It was. And they, we just walk in, and the theater's super quiet, but it's just full of people in our age group <laughs> just chilling. Yeah, I think I was saying to you that I thought that the movie was really high quality really consistently right like a solid above an eight mm-hmm. i don't know if quite a nine the entire time story characters action animation power system consistently really solid throughout the entire movie but it didn't have any peak moments that were like 10 out of 10 that i could point to that i was like whoa this is mind-blowing kind of moments and it made me really appreciate how great of a studio mappa is in terms of being able to produce something that is just so high quality the entire time but at the same time it's hard to fall in love with the movie when it doesn't have any moments that blow your mind yeah, because we were kind of comparing it to, to Mugen Train, which I didn't love as much as some other people did, but it had some incredible 10 out of 10, undeniable, amazing moments. All right? of the fights on the train and the one where they go into the dream. Right. I felt those were so memorable and I just really fell in love with those moments. Yeah. Even though some of the CGI was a little weird. Ugh, I hated the CGI. CGI done poorly or next to 2D animation that looks really great really bothers me. But anyway, when thinking about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, though, I really like the storyline. I like the introduction of Yuta and Rika, which I like their relationship. I liked the backstory. I thought the pacing of it was really good. I felt a connection to him right away, even though I, you know, we don't meet him any other time in the in the anime or anything like in the series. And I felt like a connection to his love story with Rika, and I thought that that was really sweet. And I liked that he's he's very different than. 
Itadori, but he still has that charm that I think Itadori has where you like him right away. And I really liked Gato as the villain because I thought he was a really interesting character in the series. And hearing some of his ideologies and reasons behind why he wanted to do some things and why he was doing things, I thought was really interesting because in the anime, he's a villain, obviously, but he's kind of mysterious and you don't totally know why he's doing all the things that he's doing. Right. But it was really cool seeing him in this. I, I really liked him. It made me like all of the characters in it more, I think. Maki, I already really liked. But like Panda, I feel like I liked more than I did before because I got to get to know him better. Inumaki, same thing. I feel like I got to see him more and learn a little bit more about his backstory. And it was cool how they explained how him and Yuta are similar. So I like that. Gojo, of course, always awesome. I will say with Gojo, though, there are way cooler moments in the anime with him, like Hollow Purple and Infinite Void. He fought that guy with a really long, I don't know if it was like a scarf or a chain or a whip. What was that? Yeah, that was really cool. And that was cool, but he never really did anything else that was like a really cool moment. Right. And we see each of the sorcerers fight in some way. That most awesome. of them win, but then all of the main characters that we've really fallen in love with lose against the main guy because they have to. Right. It could be a compelling story, and then the main character comes through and win. But that's what bothered me is that all of the extremely cool moments where we see the guys prevail, it's all the main guy, and the main guy, they pick somebody who's just so classic shonen protagonist that I've just seen you it too? over and over again has hidden power that even he doesn't know about and in the moment of the biggest struggle he taps into it that he didn't even know he could and then he just insta wins without really being all that interesting Fair. but in he's both been working times really happened, hard in he's both been working really happened. hard learning but he didn't do skills. anything other than when he learns all the skills that doesn't help him win what helps him win that does is, when he uses inumaki's first speech that helps him win but what actually helps him win is when he commits to his girlfriend forever and unleashes her fully and that's just classic shonen stuff it's like oh i have this power and i'm going to use it to the fullest and i'm going to fully connect with it and now i just boom win and he beats this person who is clearly way 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 stronger Although than Gato he should is obviously be. not dead so he didn't really he beat him. Yeah, Absolutely. He blew he off beat his him. arm. And then Gojo was going to kill him, but then he didn't, of course. So he's his best friend. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, man, I've seen this in so many shonens. I guess. I didn't feel that way. I thought it was really cool. And I liked Yuta. And I liked seeing that he had been paying attention to what makes all the other characters around him unique and that good. That part was really cool. I liked that too. I liked seeing it came his out character. Of nowhere, though. It did, but it makes sense when you think about him because he's been actively practicing with Maki, actively. Yeah, but we don't see any hints of him using their skills before that moment. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he does it. And you see him like as if he's never used the speech before ever because he says, oh, man, that really does hurt. Yeah, and it's like, man, to me, it feels like when people always criticize Star Wars because Ray just suddenly knows how to use the force and is really good with a lightsaber. And I feel like I don't know if it's the fairest thing to say, but I get it. I get why they're so upset. But it feels like that where he is able to fight against this top tier level person literally the only special grades in the world and the only special grade sorcerers in the world like that kind of level he's a special grade though he is a special grade but using techniques that he's trying for the first time so he must just be that powerful and if he is that powerful then why they pick him to be the main character then that takes away all of the punch 
don't agree with that. Th- then there's no stakes. If he can use techniques that he's trying for the first time and they work. Like yeah. if I were to be like, oh, hey, let's play a, a round of pool or something. And I've never played pool before against the top best pool player in the whole world. And then I win just because I'm just so mm-hmm. talented. I feel like you're not giving him enough credit. For practicing something he's never practiced? Yeah. He saw them. Yeah, but I think he worked on making it possible for him to do that skill and use it. When? I don't know. We didn't see, but he's been making it able for Rika to be able to do that. I don't remember that part. It wasn't there, but it's implied that he's been practicing to make it so Rika can do these things. I don't remember that part of the movie. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. That would have been really good if they included that part. Well, I'm pretty sure they imply that that's what he's been doing. He's been seeing what his classmates do, and then he worked on that. But I could be wrong, but that's what I got from that. I think it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It seems like they were hinting at the end that he's going to be... In the next season? Yeah, which I really want to see him and Itadori Me too. interacting together. I feel like they would I think be like it's really cool, though, match. that they keep on getting all these people who are ultra-powerful together. Mm-hmm. And you just know that there's just going to be these really powerful people clashing against each other. Right. That'll be really interesting. We'll have to see how that goes when season two comes out. I don't know how soon that's going to be. It kind of felt to me like they were pulling a an anti-shonen on us. Where instead of showing, hey, here's this really cool villain. Now we beat him and he's our friend. They're going to pull the anti-shonen and be like, you love this guy. And now he's going to be our greatest enemy. That's what it feels like it's going to be to me. You think so? Who's going to be the enemy? Yuta. You think he's going to be the enemy? I think he's going to be our greatest enemy. He was with the guy that we knew to be on the bad That guy doesn't seem like he's all that bad. Yeah. To be real with you. He He seems like a cool guy, to be honest. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Well, and when Gojo showed up at the end, he wasn't like... Oh my God, still away from him. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. But I don't think Yuta's going to be the villain. But All right. That, that is interesting. That's an interesting thought. We'll see. Well, that does it for this episode of our podcast. So thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening.